right, welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. On today's show, we have Big Game Boomer. You've probably seen his Twitter account countless times. He makes all the controversial lists, a great, great college football follow. So if you love college football, go follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Big Game Boomer, and then check out his show on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Big Game Boomer Show interviews all different types of people in college football. If you love college football, go check out all of this stuff right now. We have a great show today. It's me, him, and Connor on the show. We talk about Spencer Rattler, USC. We do a bunch of win totals, national championship predictions, most overrated team in college football, and more. It's a phenomenal show. And if you're watching on video, you'll see the new graphic on here as well. And I hope you guys enjoy the show. But before we get into today's show, we are brought to you by Pod Talk. Pod Talk is the best way to listen to podcasts. It has the best interface compared to every other podcast listening app out there. I use Pod Talk myself. Go download it right now in the App Store. Go join group discussions on your favorite podcast like this one. Go subscribe and talk about the CarterCast and the CarterCast group discussion on Pod Talk right now. Download Pod Talk in the App Store today. And now here's the show. All right, we now welcome on John Whitaker, aka Big Game Boomer. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, guys. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty Can't good. Can't complain. Can't complain. So you also host the Big Game Boomer Show. It's on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find it anywhere. Uh, tell people what it's about. Yeah, so I started this podcast, uh, I don't know, four or five months ago. And it's really, it's a national college football podcast. We basically cover the entire landscape of college football. I mean, I had a BYU show this afternoon, um, did a South Carolina show earlier this this morning, um, all kinds of stuff. We've had players, coaches, media personalities, all kinds of stuff. And we're just really uh, cranking up here, trying to do some, you know, podcast every day, really. It's awesome. good stuff. If you're a college football fan, I would uh, oh, yeah. encourage you to subscribe. Yeah, make sure to go subscribe to the YouTube, leave five stars. You guys know the whole drill. You get listen to podcasts, you hear it all the time. Uh, if you haven't seen his Twitter account, it's at Big Game Boomer. Go follow it. He makes he's known for making all the lists that people get pissed off about. Oh yeah, tell us how it got started. So uh, COVID basically caused it. Like we all picked up new hobbies during COVID. Um, so uh, it was Thanksgiving of uh, 2020. I took the week off uh, for work. And was just bored. There was nothing to do. It was freezing outside. So I just got on Twitter and just saw all these like college fans arguing with each other. And so I got involved. And like before you know it, I'm arguing with like Desmond Howard, like you know from College Game Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Desmond Howard, like because I, I, I tweeted at him. I was like, "How disgusted are you with Michigan right now?" And wasn't expecting a response. And he tweets back at me, and he's like, "How disgusted are you with OU losing to?" Kansas State and Iowa State. And I was like, whoa. And it just, we were started going back and forth. And since then, I was like, wow, you can really have fun here interacting with like, you know, these big time college media, you know, talking heads. And uh, once the season was over, I just kind of had this idea to start putting out these graphics and lists. And man, it just, it, it, lit, it just was like a wildfire. Um, had like 50 followers back in that time and like i i got like over i think forty five thousand now um it's just been crazy oh there's no easier way to get people riled up on twitter than releasing some of those like tier lists or or rankings well, or something like that yeah it's funny nowadays i i scroll through twitter and all i see is list um so it's uh oh yeah it's pretty, it's pretty funny now how many lists 
you see on Twitter and Instagram. What's the so, most con- controversial one you've done? Oh, those tier lists always. Uh, Is there a specific one like like earlier today or last night you tweeted out the burger one or like I know there's a couple troll ones in there. Yeah, I used to be more of a I, I like back when I started doing this, I used to be more of a troll like with like doing like restaurants like I did the the most famous one of all time was when I did the best pizza joint in every town and I put Chuck E. Cheese for Alabama and like <laughs> it was literally uh, Chuck E. Cheese was trending on Twitter that whole day on Friday <laughs> and um, I mean it was it was hilarious um, but yeah so that may be the most controversial one but when I do those like tier lists like I did tiers for the upcoming season and I put my top four as uh, Bama, Ohio State, Utah, and NC State, and like Georgia fans were just coming at me and <laughs> um, just getting all riled up. Uh, at some point in some time, every single fan base has either been really mad at me or very happy with me. It just kind of changes on a daily basis. <laughs> so where do you see um... – you know, you're big on Twitter now. I got the podcast going. Where do you see this going? Or what's like your ultimate, maybe not end goal, but maybe like the next step or where you want to see this go? Man, I don't know. I just like, I'd like to be, you know, just a college football, you know, media personality. Um, and that's kind of where I see it going. I mean, I don't see why not. Um, yep. It's generated this much traction already. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm no different than you or you. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm just a dude that loves college football and something like this. It's just blown up, and you know, I'm just going to keep keep doing stuff until and until people don't care anymore. <laughs> Are you tired of conference re- realignment talk? Absolutely, I'm <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> okay, so going off that, let's Twitter. let's talk about the new uh, conference news stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, we're not doing any conference realignment stuff. Everybody's heard it. People are tired of it. Nobody wants to talk conference realignment. Let's talk college football. You said you're an yeah. Oklahoma fan, big time, diehard. Quarterback Spencer Rattler is at South Carolina. We're both mm-hmm. from North Carolina, deal with South Carolina fans all the time. Oh, yeah. Oof. When I watch Spencer Rattler play football, I compare it to basketball. When it's a point guard, you just have no faith in. You know when just like for NBA people out there, when Andre Roberson takes a shot, you're like, oh, gosh. Like you get uncomfortable <laughs> seeing it go up. Yeah. Do you have any faith in Spencer Rattler? Like, as an Oklahoma fan, because you had to see the Caleb Williams transition, be like, oh, my gosh, just a breath of fresh air. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually do. I do have faith in Spencer Rattler because if, if you remember in 2020, he had a pretty good season. He was um, – I don't have the – I was just talking about this on a South Carolina podcast. Um, but, like, he had some gaudy statistics in 2020. Um, he, I think he was, like, eighth overall in total QB rating. Um, so the guy could can play. Uh, we've seen that, and he did it against some pretty good competition. Um, I think tw- last year tw- uh, was just a just a total out of whack year for for OU. You know, uh, Clay Helton at USC got fired. I think the second or third week of the season, and I think that they were talking to Lincoln Riley probably from like mid September all the way through Thanksgiving weekend. And I don't think Lincoln Riley had his heart in uh, just total preparation like he usually did. And, and you saw it on the field. The team looked flat. Um, the offense was not nearly as explosive as it usually is. 
Um, and even Caleb Williams, like he had some good games, but he also had some really bad games. Um, you know, he played horrible against Kansas, uh, didn't play well against Iowa state, Oklahoma state. So I, I think there is some potential there. Now the problem is South Carolina's offensive line is, is very bad. Um, so I don't care who your quarterback is. If, if they can't pass block, then you're not going to have any success, but I think there is some potential for him there. Are you worried about him against SEC defenses? A little bit. Yeah. Like I said, the offensive line, I mean, I watched because the OU's offensive line struggled a ton last year. I was at the OU West Virginia game and that defensive line for West Virginia was in the backfield a millisecond after Rattler got the snap. So um, yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting to see him up going up against like Georgia in week three. Uh, we'll, we'll find out what he's, what he's made of then. So sticking with the, the um, Oklahoma transferring out kind of scenario here. What do you yeah. see from us? What do you see from USC this year? Lincoln Riley obviously goes there, and then Caleb Williams up following him. How do how do you see them competing this year? I mean, I see them being pretty competitive. Um, I, I see mean, a lot gosh, of you got you got Caleb Williams, and I think Caleb Caleb Williams is a great player. Um, I think he's a top five quarterback, but he's still young. Um, and and but you've got, I mean, getting Jordan Addison was huge. Um, they got Travis Dye from Oregon, uh, running back, who was very good. The offensive line, they've got some good starters, but have zero depth. Um, kind of same with the defensive line. So, I mean, I think they're the second best team in the Pac-12 South um, behind Utah. I just, I don't know if if they get if they get the injury bug, they could be in some serious serious trouble because the, I mean they look flashy up front, but but do not have a lot of depth beneath the surface. Transfer Trojans, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Good transition. You mentioned Utah. We're going to give you some over-under win totals, and you tell us over-under and tell us why. Let's start with Utah. Their okay. over-under is eight and a half. That seems low. That's way low. Um, and I've been doing my win totals. I haven't gotten to the Pac-12 yet, but but I've got Utah in the college football playoffs, so I'd smash that uh, over on that one. All right, I'll go next. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Carter. Well, also, one thing is because people say, oh, he's wearing a BYU shirt. He's a BYU fan. He hates Utah. BYU? I don't know. I don't know. This is a – this is No, no, no. Me, 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 me. Oh, you? Oh. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll talk about <laughs> – no, I don't, that's the thing. Like, I don't really have this, like, pure hatred for Utah like most people do because, I mean, I didn't grow up in Utah. Like, I, Utah Utes are, like, the most irrelevant thing in my life. Yeah. And so, but I, but if you're looking at it from an unbiased perspective, eight and a half seems like the lock, especially if they win week one against Florida. That's the most important game of the season because if they don't win that game, then a Pac 12 team probably does not make the college football playoff again. So, uh, huge game in the swamp week one. So, I'll go next year. I'm going to transition to the ACC a little bit. Okay. What about, what about Pittsburgh? Because I see they're at eight and a half. And I feel like personally, they've lost too much for me to feel comfortable going over eight and a half. What do you think? So I, so I had, I, I did, we, we did our ACC coastal uh, win totals last week. I had Pitt at 10 and two um, losing Whoa. to Miami and then losing to Tennessee. Um, but, you know, they, yes, they lose Jordan Addison. Yes. They lose Kenny Pickett. They returned that whole defense, um, which was a, pretty good defense and they also returned the entire offensive line which was a i, be, I believe they were a, m- maybe a semi-finalist for the joe moore award um so 
people think, oh, they lost Kenny Pickett. Um, yeah. And they all they, they picked up Kanata Mumpfield, which was he was a very good uh, uh, wide receiver at uh, at Akron. Um, so I, I think that Pitt and Miami are going to be the two best teams. So I would hit the hit the over on that one as well. NC State eight and a half. Whoo! Yeah, definitely hammer that over. That's another school I've gotten to play off. Um, I, I, I am bullish on the Wolfpack, and I see they, you got a UNC shirt. So that hurts. Yeah, that hurts. <laughs> they do. Man, have I picked UNC to go to the playoff last year, and that that whole that whole that was wish was over. That was that over was by the first half of the Virginia Tech game. I was like, God dang it! Like, <laughs> there's way too much hype, and that's why I'm high on them this year. We can get into that later, but way too much preseason hype last year for Carolina. And I kind of feel like yeah. that's the the same with State this year. Like, there's a lot of pressure on them to be really good. Yeah, the difference with State, though, is that is I'm more confident about their defense. Um, I think they're more balanced than UNC was coming into last season. We were all hyped up about the offense and Sam Howell. Um, so we'll see. NC State does have star defensive end, number 94, Alec Nugent on their team. So <laughs> they're uh... – <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, NFL, NFL potential right there. Uh, UNC, seven and a half. Yeah, this, this is the one I wanted to get Connor, to. Connor, you go while he's taking a sip. All right, so seven and a half for me. I was looking at the schedule, and this might be biased. I got UNC at eight and four this year. I think Dude. they beat. I think they beat State last game of the season. I think. I think they're due after last year's fiasco. Yeah. We we had okay before we before you get into your because I believe you're going under. Uh, Connor ha- d- believes UNC will whoop App State week two. I don't think whoop, but I don't think there's any way we lose. I think App State wins that game. I think that there is potential where App State is potentially favored in that game at home. If we lose to App State, Mac Brown needs to leave. I I've got App State uh, winning that game. Honestly, I've got I've got UNC at six and six, going four and four in the ACC. Um, Just don't know about their quarterback. Uh, I mean, I mean, I know Phil Longo is always going to have a pretty good offense. But uh, they got to get things uh, straightened out in the secondary. I know Storm Duck and uh, that Grimes kid are, are pretty good. I don't know. I, th- this is, you know, we have a lot of – everyone has hot takes. My hot take is that Mac Brown retires at the end of the season. Um, that is uh, just because I think that uh, he'll, he'll just be kind of – he's done out. with it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's kind that of my – didn't he buy like an $8.5 million – Beach yep. house on the coast of North Carolina. Just, just bought it, yeah. That's what makes yeah. me think that as well. But back to the secondary, Storm Duck is very injury prone. You saw it last year. Yeah, but Gene, yeah, Gene he Chizik, was injured a lot. Gene Chizik coming in to coach the defense. Do you think that makes a huge difference, or you think it's more of the same? Um, it'll be interesting to see for sure. I mean, Chizik does a good job. Um, I mean, I think that they'll definitely be better. Um, yeah. I just I don't know if it's good enough. Um, because I think yeah. that I don't think their offense is going to be as explosive. The only reason I would say Mac Brown might not retire after this year is because they've been tearing it up on the recruiting trail, it seems like. And I feel like he'd want to stay to kind of, you know, reap some of the rewards, but he just bought that huge house. He's, it's, you know, it's probably about that time. So yeah, that's I know, that's I, he's got to be pushing 75, 76. I mean, I shoot. Think if, I, so, yeah. if I was that old, I'd be hanging out with my grandkids and, you know, at the beach, spending yep. as much time as I can with family. <laughs> But, uh, you know, teach their own. <laughs> BYU over under eight. Gosh. Eight is a hard number. Because it's yeah. seven and a half, you love it. Eight and a half, you're going under, it seems like. Hard schedules. 
it's a really hard schedule. They play five power five schools. Um, I mean, Baylor, Notre Dame, Arkansas. I mean, that's just, that's crazy. I, I mean, I think I've, I've got them going eight and four, nine and three, I think. Um, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll give them the over. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Healthy, they should, if they're healthy, they should, they should go at least nine and three. Yep. That's the whole thing. Jaron Hall is super injury prone and you can never bank on him staying healthy for a full season. Uh, let's do the heavy hitters. Clemson, 10 and a half. Under, under. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, if they don't, if DJ uh, pl- plays like he did last year, which I think he will, uh, there's no way they're winning more than 10 games. I think the ACC is, you know, not underrated, but like I was looking at Clemson's schedule. There's four potential losses I see, and I think they lose two of four of Wake State, Miami, Notre Dame. I think they lose two of those four and go under 12. Yeah, I, I've got them at nine and three, and I, I think they lose to NC State. I could see them losing at Boston College or at Florida State. Those games are okay. tricky. Um, but we'll know in the first half they play Georgia Tech. If, the, if, if that game is like 12 to seven in the third quarter and, and Clemson's just struggling, can't move the ball, that's when you'll know that uh, something you know the offense really hasn't gotten any better. Yeah. All right, Georgia eleven and a half. So that means they basically have to go undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's like minus one ninety five that it's under. Yeah, I, I'm I'm taking the under just because I don't think uh, I mean they've got five stars stacked on five stars. I mean Kirby's done a great job recruiting. Um, I, I just think. I think they they slip up at one game in, in, in conference play. It could be Mississippi State, Kentucky, Tennessee, even maybe South Carolina. I just I think they slip up and uh, go uh, what eleven and one, and then lose in the SEC championship to Bama. So sticking with the same theme of the heavy hitters, what about Alabama? I think they're also Carter. Correct me if I'm wrong. Eleven and a half. Yep. I don't see this Alabama team losing. Honestly, I mean, it's fair. Um, Got they play now. I mean, Tennessee is a is a team that it, it is it is a, is a it's attractive team to to pick to upset Bama. Um, they play at Neyland Stadium. Um, I'm just think I'm thinking they uh, so they've got Auburn at home. Uh, I mean, it's going to be tough to, for Bama to lose. I mean, they are just stacked everywhere. I agree. It's not fair, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Well, home, home pick Oklahoma over under nine. Nine, got. See, I've got them right at nine and three. Um, so I guess I would take the under on them. I just like I'm seeing just a no lot of hype here. No bias here. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not a I'm not a homer. I don't, OU fans get mad at me all the time because like, oh, you need to be number one. And I'm like, no, I mean, yes, I went to OU, but I cover college football. Like, I I try to be as unbiased as possible. And I just don't think this OU team – now, the good thing is is they play in the Big 12. Um, So, they should win – they should be favored in maybe almost every game. But I don't think – I mean, I just don't think that they're as talented as they've been. Uh, They lost a lot of guys on the defensive line and linebacker last year. Their secondary should be pretty strong. But uh, I mean, I think nine and three, eight and four is, is kind of what you're seeing. So I guess I'd put put the over. I, I'm I'm a pessimistic fan. Do they uh, do they beat Texas this year? Oh, 
I was about to go that, that route. That game every year is just like it doesn't matter who, who, how good or how bad a team is. It's always just a straight crapshoot. Um, yes, because I, I I'm picking them to beat Texas just because I can't pick Texas. And Texas is eight and a half. Yeah, are they? Is Texas football oh, back now? Arch over. Arch Manning coming in? Are they back? Is the program back? Supposedly. I mean, they've been back for the last decade. Um, <laughs> you can see the, dis- the disgust on his face if you're watching this on YouTube right now. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> well, they've got – I mean, they, they have great skill players. I mean, you want to say over so bad, but it's just everything against what you believe. Yeah. But, I mean, they have great skill players every year. Um, so, I- I'm taking the under. <laughs> That's fair. With a loss to Kansas. Oh, oh loss to Kansas. There we go. <laughs> um, last one, Ohio State, 11 and a half. Gosh. Uh, see, that that's another one where it's like they, they do have a very tough schedule. I mean, the Big Ten East is solid. And they got to play Wisconsin. Um, God. I don't think they go undefeated. It's 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 so hard to go undefeated in college football. I mean, it yeah. really is. So I'm going to say they go 11 and one and take the under because uh, you just you can't. It's so hard for from definitely from a coaching perspective to get your players to show up. You know that mentally focused for every single game. Um, you, they'll get a game where they show up flat and uh, could potentially lose one. I just feel like it's so hard to bet on a college football team, especially in this day and age, to like go undefeated and literally not slip up one week. I feel like that's just not worth the potential money you're getting there. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Bama's really the only team I think that, that I would feel safe putting money on going undefeated because Ohio state's got defensive issues. I mean, offense is probably the best in the country, but I mean, their secondary was pretty bad last year. All right. Do you have a favorite win total over under was it NC state? Yeah. Was NC state eight and a half? Yeah. I, I think they'll, they'll go way way over that um okay. for sure all Do right you actually so you said you have them in the you said the college football playoff yeah i got them in the playoff oh man that, hey, is, that is tough i, I had i had cole kublik on my podcast and he kind of said the same thing um they're the most balanced team in the acc you look at wake forest great offense bad defense clemson yep. great defense bad offense nc state balanced and yeah, uh yeah so that's kind of my uh, that's the way i'm looking at it i did watch the you did the over unders win totals uh in the acc you and your brother were talking about nc state but you made a great point is it's going to be that that one thursday night against virginia tech in october when the college football rankings come out and all of a sudden nc state has real pressure on them and can yeah. i nc state can't handle pressure as especially yeah, exactly. being a college basketball fan Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they could, they could be like, uh, what 11 and 0 going into that last week at, uh, going into Chapel Hill to play UNC. And I could, could see them losing to, to UNC, like a six and six UNC team easily. All right. That's last not the couple, craziest thing in the world. Yeah. No, yeah. Not. Last couple of questions. Most overrated team call in college football going into this year. Hmm. I, 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 I'd say Clemson. I think Clemson's overrated. They've got a good defense, but just seeing that people saying, hey, they're in the college football playoff, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm just sick of hearing the Clemson hype. I mean, they weren't that great last year. I agree. All right. Let's close here. Is the national title game going to be Bama versus Ohio State? Absolutely. 
It's is those that a lo- two. Is teams. that a lock? Yeah, uh, yeah, lock. And it, like, I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, who? I mean, who else is going to eat? Like the playoff that I have, I've got um, Bama, Ohio State, Utah, and NC State. Utah and NC State will get waxed. I think they'll both, both get those waxed teams. If, if that yeah. would happen, yeah. But, I mean, who can you can you think of another team that's good enough? To, I mean, to make the playoff. I don't think Georgia makes it back. Yeah, I, I mean Baylor maybe. Nah. Um, no USC. I, I mean OU. So USC, I think though. OU's is is going to be a little down. Michigan. They've. I don't. I'm not high on them. I mean, Clemson, there's really though. two. There's really two teams. I think that that have a legitimate shot of winning the national championship this year, and that's those two schools. All right, Alabama versus Ohio State. Who wins? Uh, Alabama. Yeah, because they have they've got Will Anderson plus on the on that defensive side, and Ohio State does not have a you know that type of athlete on the defensive side of the ball. Will Anderson, if he if he has like over twenty sacks this year, he better win the Heisman uh, for sure. All right, theoretically, if I were to place, let's say a hundred bucks each on Alabama at plus one fifty to win the national title. And then Ohio state at plus two fifty as well to win the national title. Am I guaranteed to win at least 50 bucks? Yeah, I would say Is that so. a good bet. Is, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I oh, don't see why not <laughs> <laughs> lock it in. Yeah. Alabama's due. I think Alabama's due. They're on the redemption tour, man. I mean, this team is, is going to be ticked off. Um, watch out for, you don't want to play an angry Nick Saban team. Gosh, you'll know, angry Nick Saban's been in the news a lot lately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, hey, man, thanks for coming on. We won't take too much more of your time. Uh, make sure to check out the Big Game Boomer Show on YouTube. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go listen to it on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, and follow on Twitter and Instagram at Big Game Boomer. Thanks again for coming on, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys.